everybody, and welcome to episode 24. I remembered the episode title today because it's the Thank name God. Of my favorite show on television. Favorite one hour long drama, 24, starring Keith Sutherland <laughs> as Mr. Jack Bauer. Keith Sutherland, everybody. Yay. The, you know. Yeah. The, 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 the Venom, the punished snake, man. <laughs> Venom, Venom snake, a fallen legend. <laughs> this season on 24. Anyway, <laughs> welcome back to What a Beautiful Podcast. I'm Andy, that's Jack, and we are still going to put off Stardust Crusaders another week or so. Because I'm a big baby who doesn't want to start Jack, writing notes again. <laughs> Jack is being a huge baby about doing Stardust Crusaders, and it's very funny to me. <laughs> I mean, I can't, I can't argue with you, because technically what you said is correct. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to start Stardust Crusaders, and I am a big baby. So I guess, like as separate statements, they're correct, but they're also correct as one big statement. Yes. Um, so <laughs> this week we're gonna do a special quote-unquote filler. Not really filler, but like we're not gonna we're not gonna talk about the manga. We're gonna talk about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure video games. And yeah, JoJo well, has a not... really interesting history when it comes to video games not quite on the level of like naruto or dragon ball z because those (laughs) are just ridiculous dragon ball z even more so dragon ball z has games going all the way back to the nes or famicom rather oh yeah it's it's wild like that's that's a pedigree that just just keeps on going joseph's bizarre adventure on the other hand has less than 10 especially if you don't count like the cameo appearances in other games, like in the uh, the Jump Stars games, like there there there's some there's a, there's a JoJo two in those, but like they they aren't JoJo games. Yeah, and the thing about the JoJo games is there isn't a single one of them that I would really say is a great game. <laughs> uh, I might disagree. You would be surprised to find out what Jack disagrees. Really? Incredible! Wow! I, I think, yeah. Wow, I, I mean, I like, I I enjoy most of them. Like, I have had a good time with almost all of these games, but I really wouldn't necessarily call them, like, stellar examples of interactive entertainment. Like, JoJo okay. doesn't have well, its Budokai 3, you know? Sure, but, like, all right. Do you know what Budokai 3 well, is, Jack? I know that it is the third Budokai game. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know that it is a Dragon Ball Z game? Yes, I know that Dragon Ball Z Budokai was a game series that was on some consoles. <laughs> and yes, Budokai so the point the that I was one. trying to make is that Budokai Three is is the one of the is probably like the best anime game ever made, and JoJo has not had one of those yet. Okay, fair enough. But we'll we'll talk. We're we're just gonna go like straight down the list. Starting, well, first off, before we get into that, I want a quick side note. Um, I talked before about getting that uh, Iraqi horror book, and it finally came in, and boy oh boy, is it a dense ass Japanese book! <laughs> like holy shit! Yeah. But <laughs> what did you expect? I don't know what I expected, Andrew. But I bring it up because on our Twitter, I'm going to put up uh, these little chapter sketches that I've never seen anywhere, and I'm almost certainly sure. Most other fans of JoJo have not seen, and they are a hoot and a holler, as they say. Because oh god, Ara- they're so good. Araki, if you've uh, read the manga, Araki likes to do little interstitial chapter sketches, like with characters, and they're real weird, like half filled in. And he did it with uh, horror icons too, uh, in uh, this horror essay book, and they're really cool because it's like. A rocky drawn Jason, a rocky drawn Leatherface, a rocky drawn Grumpy Stephen King, which <laughs> is my absolute favorite, because it's just like Stephen King, and he's like, oh, I'm Stephen King. <laughs> but we're gonna put those up on the Twitter for anyone who's interested. Um, but yeah, let's get right into it. All Judges right, so was... let's start from the top. Yeah. With the uh, the part three game on the Super Nintendo. Yeah, this actually doesn't look terrible. 
Like no, I've I played I emulated it once and I didn't. I know that there's a fan translation out there for it because it it only came out in Japan. I guess so. I guess technically yeah, it's a Super Famicom game, but uh, mm-hmm. I I never played the fan translation. I don't know if it's any good or not, but uh, I have emulated it before, and it is, sure is an RPG. I mean, like <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, I'm. I've looked at uh, well, I'm looking at a video right now of the English patch. It looks fine, like it for a like a Super Nintendo game. It doesn't. It's not terrible. Like Yeah, and I mean seemed... the story structure of Stardust Crusaders, as we're gonna find out sooner than Jack would like, uh plays to the strengths of an RPG, so it makes sense. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like part three is basically just an RPG. A long RPG with a lot of stuff in the middle that maybe doesn't matter so much. Hmm. <laughs> I wonder if that's gonna come up again. Yeah, probably not. Um yeah, it, there's not much, there's not too much to say about this. The graphics for this are actually pretty good. Like, yeah, it's got a, a lot of crew. nice, a lot of nice sprite work going on. Yeah, I'm I'm very surprised. And like, 1993, so this was like right after the run of Stardust Crusaders, or in the middle, in the middle, maybe. Either one. But yeah, pretty cool. Like, you can find it in English if you just want to patch like little rom have a good time uh playing an rpg with uh the jojo crew Meh. yeah i know there's uh repo cartridges out there if you're a collector i've seen them at conventions oh, really? and stuff it's pretty neat of course there is of course there's <laughs> repo cards of this super famicom jojo game i don't know but but anyway we're up, gonna jump ahead yeah. five years later now to 1998 mm-hmm. and ne- that is the... with the arcade fighting game of Jojo's Bizarre Adventure came out from Capcom, uh, and it's it, this one is like probably I mean e- uh, easily the most well known Jojo game of all time. Oh, definitely. Like I like pe- you've pro- like people who are not fans of Jojo or even know about Jojo have probably seen like bits of this or pieces of it somewhere. Like oh I know yeah, I, I mean, had before I knew Jojo. Like the when I, I if I remember the first time that someone brought up Jojo to me. I was just like, oh, you mean that Dreamcast game? <laughs> I don't know, that sounds bad. Like, crucify me for that. But I'm, I'm serious. But I'm talking, this This was years ago, obviously. But, like... Oh, of course, of course. Yeah. yeah like, God, I, I was only... I only got into JoJo in, like, 2012. Who am I to crucify you? <laughs> I mean, I'll, st- I'll still crucify you. But, like, that's, that's another... That's another thing altogether. Um... <laughs> But regardless, so, it yeah. was made by Capcom. It uses the graphics, like a, a modified version of the graphics engine that a lot of arcade Capcom fighters were used at the time, which is it like looks like it a great engine, <laughs> and like it, this game looks amazing. Yeah, this the sprite work, the like the art in here, like, whew, it's it's so expressive, like for a game of its time. Like, you could still pick this up and play it and be like, oh, this is, like, Marvel's Capcom, like, 1. That's fine. Yeah, this if you is, bought the uh, HD version on PS3 before it got taken off the PlayStation Network like I did. Is it not on there anymore? Yeah, you can't get it anymore. You haven't been able to get it for what? a few years. Oh, I didn't know that. That sucks. Yep, what? but it's sitting on my PS3 download, so I can get it whenever. <laughs> because you, I, I saw that they were taking it off, and I was like, oh, no. But, um... yeah. Yeah, so the the fighting system in this game is actually like really complex and difficult to get into, which is why I don't think as a fighting game it it's really good no. per se, but it, it's very flashy and it looks like it looks like a JoJo game. So like it's characters very that have, fun to watch. Yeah. So it, it, if you all ever played uh Persona 4 Arena, heavily influenced by this game. Like very clearly influenced the way the fighting mechanics work, the way you have mm-hmm. the uh, the stand and the character set to different buttons, and you do different combos with the stand and the character. It's it's very neat. Yeah, like when when I when I look think of this game and how it plays, it's like the most fighting game ass fighting game because like everyone's moves are a lot of inputs. Like, I'm not a fighting game player, so who am I to say? But it's just like, oh, Jesus Christ. And it 
it's ve- it's very it's very rigid. I feel. Yeah, it's not. It, the thing is, it's just not very. It's not balanced very well. It's. <laughs> no. I've played fighting games that are more complex, but mm-hmm. they're still easier to get into. Like, uh, like, I'll like I'll use like Street Fighter Three Third Strike as an example. Like one of my favorite sure. games of all time. Very very in depth, uh, complex fighting engine, but it's still very easy to just like play a match real quick. Yeah. Okay. And this game, the first time you play it, you're going to be like, what the fuck do I do? Yeah, and then you open up, like, the combo list, and it's like, oh, okay. Alright. Yeah. It's... But, it there's, like, I've seen this game played well, and it's insane. <laughs> like, oh my god, people are good at this game, Andrew. It's... Oh, yeah. It, Especially, I'm like, not one of them. I am not no, good at this game. No, nor am I. Like the sort of things you can do in here. Like there's so many weird, like meta things you can do. Like if you're doing the Dio, Dio versus Jotaro, and Jotaro uses time stop, and then Dio can time stop, win that game, win that like game, and then. The time stop carries through to the next game, and Dio can just like win the whole match right there. Like, what? Oh yeah, like it's it definitely has interesting fighting mechanics. Like that's really cool. I just don't really think that it's necessarily balanced well or really fun to play for the casual player. No, Pet Shop like is the most unbalanced character in there because you just shoot icicles and sit in the corner. Oh, yeah, and if you play one of the non-stand characters, like, spoiler alert, the uh, story mode has some, like, what-if scenarios, and one of them is that you can actually unlock young Joseph Joestar, who is just referred oh, to as so Jojo. Cool. Yeah, it's cool. <laughs> yeah, but guess it what? He cool. sucks. You get your ass kicked by everybody that has a stand. <laughs> yeah, you do. But his moves <laughs> are all cool. Like Yeah, he's I was just, like, coke. very pleased when I, when you can unlock him and i i just like that he's just called jojo because i guess oh, yeah. i guess they didn't want to spoil it by having old joseph be called old joseph in the game so we, old jo- <laughs> old joseph just called joseph Josar, and then you unlock jojo yeah i mean considering the names all like most of the other characters got named like oh man rubber soul john pierre eiffel all right all right yeah yes John Pierre Eiffel, uh, iced. Let's talk about Mr. Cool Ice for a second. Yeah, I guess we could just say real quick that this is this game is probably the first in instance of the uh, heavily uh, copyright, like the names being changed in the U.S. release for copyrights because this is one of the first JoJo things to ever be brought over to the U.S. And I can make a point on that real quick. What, do you know if this came before or after the OVA? Uh, let's see. This came out in America in 1998. The first OVA came out. Oof. Hang on. Let's let's play Jack Reads from the Internet real quick. <laughs> it's our favorite game. This is horrible um, podcasting happening right now. Uh, it's great radio. Oh, 1993. Huh. Oh. Interesting. Okay, so like. Maybe not, alright, so maybe the OVA came out in America before this game, but, like, still, like, super early American JoJo stuff, and the point, the point I was trying to make was, is that this, you see all the names change, and also we could talk about the fact that when it was localized, the arcade version localized in America, it was changed to JoJo's Venture, and... Yeah, his business venture. (laughs) Yeah, it... (laughs) I, I was really confused the first time I saw that. I was like, why is it called this? Yeah, it's like he's buying real estate or something. I mean, Joey is a real estate mogul, so that, that tracks. It's true. Still. And this was released a couple times. First in the arcades in 1998. Um, PlayStation in 2000. I own this version. Like, it was given to me as a gift. And, like, it's cool. Like... I mean, there's some interesting things about the PlayStation version. Like, the PlayStation version has that, like, story mode thing. Yeah, it's weird. But as, like, a a port, it's, like, kind of terrible. 
Oh, is it? I never played it, like, long enough for it to matter. Oh, is... yeah. Well, because it's just, like, another one of those PlayStation ports of arcade games that just sucked. Like, uh, oh, like Marvel, Marvel versus Capcom, the first one, and Street Fighter yeah. Alpha, where they were all just these, like, uh, just, like, very watered-down ports of arcade games. Interesting. Huh. And then... Yeah, the PlayStation just couldn't handle it. Like, the load times were bad. And the sprites weren't as detailed, and that just was all those games. But it was good on Dreamcast, right? Yeah, that was going to be my next point. So, the reason why most people know this this game is because of the Dreamcast port, which is almost arcade perfect, and is probably the way <laughs> most people have experienced it. In America, arcade at least. Arcade perfect. Yeah, I'm, like that's probably what people have seen before. Um, and obviously it was released in 2012 for PSN and uh, Xbox Live, right? Xbox Live Arcade. Yeah, so if you have some way of doing the HD version, mm -hmm. uh, that's the best way to go about it. It's literally just a port of the R arcade game with upgraded, like, it's like up-res and it's very nice. But, but unfortunately it's kind of hard to find anymore. Unless you yeah. have like a, a soft-modded PS3 or something and you can probably get it like that, but... But if, but legally, I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. Just, yeah. But good luck. I mean, it's definitely an artifact of its time, and it's for sure noteworthy, just because of. Oh, like, it's very noteworthy it just for like JoJo fandom in the U.S. in general. It's very important. But uh, yeah, not sure if I really think it's an amazing game, but I'm glad yeah. it exists and it's fun. No, I agree. Yeah, I agree with you there. It's it's definitely not a. F a an amazing game but uh, it's 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 good it's entertaining it's entertaining yeah definitely and moving yeah yeah let's jump into the 2000s and we get into the ps2 era and mm -hmm. the ps2 got two jojo games one in 2002 and one in 2006 and for whatever reason in the year of our lord 2002 well i guess it was right around the time the manga was coming out but like they made a a a freaking golden wind game part five for ps2 how strange is that <laughs> yeah it... ogen no kaze golden whirlwind it's like <laughs> so it's some it's a weird beat-em-up adventure game using yeah it follows like... the story of the manga like to a t and what it basically boils down to is just like a stand battle every level is just a different stand battle yeah, like all the different stand story battles that happen in the manga, they this is just it. And like watching video of it, it once when they're not moving, it looks pretty good. Like, alright, everything's like cell shaded. Yeah, it's got this really and... nicely cell shaded graphics engine that like matches the aesthetic of the manga pretty well. And yeah, the it... whole thing the whole like all the menus and everything really match up with the style that was part of part five but um actually playing the game and i have played a lot of this game uh uh mm. Whoa. i'm i'm just Andy watching reviews video games this game is very meh it is I'm, I'm middle of the road five out of ten oh and it just does not look great in motion it like the character models uh, kind of just look like they're puppets a little bit. Yeah. yeah but they, they look they look good. I just wish they would stop moving. Um, yeah, and the actual gameplay is very repetitive. You like... I can, yeah, I can tell. It's You like punch and kick and stuff, and then you bring out your stand, and then your stand can punch and kick, and then you have like a special <laughs> move. And you just do that over and over again. And all of the guys you fight have way too much health. And there's, like, no music. And it lasts forever. And it's just very boring. Yeah, this fight against Man in the Mirror has gone on for, like, 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah, the, 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 the game was not balanced well. <laughs> we have a theme going here already. The game oh, was boy. not balanced well. <laughs> and it just seems... It just seems like it needed a little more time in the oven yeah and it would have been cool to have that come out over here like for all of its faults it still would have been probably enjoyable in english 
would have been weird to have just like a part five game like where part five wasn't released but still yeah i mean i'm surprised it didn't come out in france considering they got english versions of part five and english for uh sorry french versions of part five and french versions of steel ball run which i didn't know until i accidentally stumbled on them on amazon this morning yeah like steel ball run came out in a bunch of languages most of jojo comes out in a bunch of languages except english it's very strange. Well, and France is just kind to uh, manga overall. But yeah, France, like... the, the French love their comic books in general. Oh, yeah. The French comic book scene is, like, very rich, I'd say. Yeah. But uh, regardless, so, like, it's okay. If it was in English, it would be way more enjoyable as it's just a good way to follow along with the story. Because it's presented, the all the production values are pretty nice, and uh, yeah, it, it's a nice oddity that exists because, like, you know, uh, like it's just kind of like part five is just a weird thing to have this game exist for. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of all I have to say to about it, is that it's just for. weird. The whole thing is weird, and it's a strange oddity. Yeah, would you say that it's a good game? No, I would not say that it's a good game. Okay. I would say that it's an interesting game. Okay, that's fair. I'll t- I'll I'll take your word for and it. And if you're and... a pa- and if you're a big big fan of Part Five, I I highly recommend you check it out. Just don't play it yeah. for more than like an hour, or you're completely wasting <laughs> your time. <laughs> no, I'm just grabbing a grab the PCSX2 and a ROM, and like or you can own it. a copy like I do because I'm an asshole. <laughs> oh yeah, you own like a PAL copy, right? Or... No, I have the Japanese copy. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Right, right, right. Yeah. Um, so... Which has very cool art on the cover and the manuals, by the way. Very, very really? cool original Iraqi art. Oh, damn. That, I mean, that's reason enough to own it. Like, ri- Yeah, I mean, like... That, that's pretty much why I own it. But, yeah, so, uh, so this game is not that great. But they somehow made a worse game uh, four <sighs> years sure later. Did. Yeah, four years later. They came out with a uh, Phantom Blood game. For some reason. <laughs> yeah. And what this game is. You ever played God Hand, Andrew? Yeah. It's kind of like a shittier version of God Hand. Yeah. Like, at first glance, it kind of looks like it's similar to the Golden Wind game, but, like, not really. But it also looks somehow worse. Yeah, they use the same kind of, like, cell shaded style but they use the part one like taken like ripped from the pages style which means everyone is super bulbous and like rippling man meat yeah this one i have not played it kind of just looks unpleasant like well yeah that's why i haven't played it because i've seen gameplay clips (laughs) i'm just like this looks bad (laughs) like everyone's here and by everyone, I mean Jonathan's here, uh, Speedwagon's here, uh, Zapelli is here, and uh, Straits and Dyer, I guess. And and those are the ca- oh, uh, how could you forget about Tom Petty? I forgot about Tom oh Petty. Tom Petty. Oh man, they had to make special moves for Tom Petty, and his hand just gets really big, and he slaps a guy, and that's it. Oh. Oh god! Oh man, this is a te- this is a terrible, terrible game. Like they they had assets from something, and they were just like, all right, all right, let's slap some JoJo skin on it, and we got ourselves a game. Get it out there. Who cares? Like, all right, let's go. And Phantom Blood just got such disrespect from people adapting it into various media until 2012. <laughs> yeah. It, it did, and it's unfortunate, but, like, I'm watching gameplay, and Jonathan's biceps clip into his chest, and it's gross. Like, oh, God. They're, they're just soccer balls in him now, and it's... And you have to play, like, a bad Mario Party minigame to do special moves, and it's the same minigame every time. Jesus. Oh. Alright. So, if you feel like playing a 
bad game, and then, and while doing so, go through Phantom Blood again, but in Japanese, <laughs> I but guess worse. go check it out. Yeah, if you yeah. just want to get super drunk and, like, play a bad, play some bad ROMs, just load this one up, have a great time. It's, oh, it'll yeah. be fun. Oh, man. So let's just, uh, let's move on to 2013 so I can talk about the, mm-hmm. the game that is that I feel to be the closest a JoJo game has come to being good. And, and that the is, game that I think is good. I think it almost gets there, but no, it, it just misses the mark. And we're talking about uh, All-Star Battle for the PlayStation 3. And uh, still kind of surprised that this game came out in English, to be honest with you. Yeah, I played the shit out of this, but like in Japanese. I did not I do not own an English copy of this game. Oh, That's... I do. But but I got it for like like $20 off Amazon a couple years ago. Oh, yeah, so like rem- yeah. Yeah. And so, like Where do you start with this? Cuz there's a lot to unpack about this game. Yeah, so basically they tried to make the Super JoJo game. So, like, the reason uh, uh, JoJo's Venture worked out is because it was only Part 3, and they had a limited pool of characters, not most of which had stands to, like, Mm -hmm. just mix into this this fighting engine that, for the most part, worked out. But All-Star Battle is a little bit more ambitious in the sense that it combines JoJo characters (laughs) from all eight parts. Yeah, and all like all of the stands are here, all of the different abilities, like so many uh, like callbacks and in references to like other parts. It's it, CyberConnect Two did such a good job delivering on the promise of like an all-inclusive JoJo game, and somehow they made it feel fun. Like, yeah, this is, oh, I I I love this game so much. Like, yeah. So basically, when you start the game, you get uh, the story mode, which lets you just like run through like abridged versions of 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 one through seven with like a with mm-hmm. like a little tidbit from party, but uh, mm-hmm. tiny bit, tiny. The whole tiny thing bit. is really neat, and like the first play, the first part that you'll immediately notice where it gets interesting is uh, different characters have different uh, fighting styles depending on what era of JoJo they come from. So, like, yeah. your parts one and two boy characters, like, they're all either Ripple users or vampires or whatever. And it says Stone it when man. you pick the character. Yeah. And they all play, like, really differently. Like, the Ripple users, for example, are, are a pain in the ass. Because, like, for Joey especially, like, charging up his Ripple to different levels requires you to do, like... Uh, certain attacks in certain order and like it it works like you get more powerful the more ripple levels you have and they made it fit in this whole engine and it looks so so good in motion like they're it's all fully rendered 3d models like cell is this cell shading this is cell shading right yeah well have you seen the uh the, the anime openings for the parts one through three of the anime, it's very similar mm, yeah. to the type of modeling they use in those, in the CG openings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like uh, the, uh, the first, especially the first opening uh, for Phantom, well, the only opening for Phantom Blood. Just that sort yeah. of like kind of chunky 3D, like shiny uh, models. But it works here. This, because this is a fan service game and it has no. Uh, qualms about being a fan service game, like you. Got Especially all, when you, you play got... as uh, Gyro and Johnny, and they just oh. have horses. Especially oh Johnny, because you get knocked off the horse, then you have to crawl around the the arena. <laughs> so cool. It, every character it plays very true to their source material, and it's all represented really well. Uh, especially like the way the different stands work and it, and it it's a mostly tight like uh, Tekken-esque 3D fighting game where you you're facing each other but you can sidestep back and forth and that sort of deal and the reason that I don't think this game 
that I think this game comes really close to being good, but really just doesn't get there, is the actual mm-hmm. fights are, like, kind of weak. Like, how so? They, they just don't, they just feel, like, floaty, and it just doesn't feel that great when you're actually doing the fights, I think. Interesting. Because I know one of, like, the biggest complaints about this was that it wasn't running in 60 frames per second. And, like, that's valid, because with a fighting game, I feel yeah, like... Yeah, I think that was a big problem. Extra... Yeah, if they had made this in 60 frames per second and, like, maybe balanced it a bit better, like, it would have been above and beyond. Like, it would have been the, like, the JoJo fighting game. Yeah, that's what I mean. That it, 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 That's what I mean when I say that it, it just barely missed the mark, I think. Uh, okay. Because I, I still think even with those flaws, like, it, it's... St- it's it's so good and it's so much fun to watch and play. Oh, I like, I really enjoyed it. I played a lot of it and for what it is, it's really mm-hmm. fun and like if you were to own one JoJo game, it should be this. Yeah, like especially like all the part 4 characters especially and their stands like uh, I don't know I don't know what it is. It's just like maybe more attention paid to that. And the Mario stage, it's just, oh, man. I, I could watch Josuke and Okuyasu fight on the Mario stage forever. <laughs> and then there's so much detail crammed into all these stages, because there's, like, story-accurate stage hazards. Like, you can play in the Joestar Mansion while it's on fire and falling apart. And, yeah. like, all the, like, super moves are like story based like i'm watching king crimson's right now against uh bruno and it's just it's this it's the same as in the manga and now he's dead and now bruno dies wow <laughs> the attention to detail is jaw dropping like if you are a jojo like don't get me wrong if you're a jojo fan you absolutely need to play this game like 100% yeah, yeah. no no question yeah so all star battle Best JoJo game ever. I'm hoping they top it one day. But they sure didn't top it with this next game. uh, (sighs) JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Eyes of Heaven. Which is fairly recent. I was so disappointed. (laughs) I was was so disappointed. (laughs) This game... uh, I have... uh, (laughs) Your boy Andy here... Explain what you have. What's that? Explain what you have. (laughs) (laughs) So, I, your boy pre-ordered the Japanese version of this, and played a bunch of it in Japanese, and said, man, this is okay, because I didn't expect it to get localized. But then... Of course, of course. One day they just said, oh, it's coming to America, we're translating this whole giant game, and I was like, alright, word, maybe I'll like yeah. this better in English. And yeah, who knows? Yeah, so I bought it again. <laughs> and, uh... You sure do own two copies. Oh, man. Well, I own one copy because it didn't come out physically in the U.S., so you, I, I have a... Right. Uh, I own a right. license to... <laughs> <laughs> you have the privilege Damn to it, play Jack. this game. So, uh... So t- tell me, tell me what you think about this one, Andrew, because th- I have not played this at all. But I have, I have watched all a right. lot of people. So I have a, it. I have a complicated feeling about this game, sure, because I beat it, and I had a lot of fun doing it. Mm-hmm. But this game sucks. <laughs> it's not good. <laughs> oh man. They were so close with All-Star Battle, and then they took, like, not even two steps back. Like, they left the room and just, like, jumped off a cliff. I don't know. They just left. Yeah, it's really weird, because this game is not a a Tekken-style fighter like All-Star Battle was. It's like a 3D brawler. Like, if you played, like, Naruto, Ultimate Ninja Storm, or Dragon Ball Z Universe, it's, like, kind of like that, but somehow worse it's, like, way worse than that. And mm-hmm. it's really hard to pinpoint why it sucks, like, why the fighting sucks so much. But it is, mm-hmm. it just isn't flashy. Like, you don't... It, 
The fights are very stale. Everybody has the same set of moves. Like, you hold L, you can punch, and you can dodge. And you hold L1 with the modifiers, and everybody's got their own form of the aura aura and their mm -hmm. jump move. Everybody's got something like that. And everybody plays the same. And it's yeah. super whack. And the whole time you're playing, you just want the fights to just end. Because they're not fun. But the reason I enjoyed this game was because of the story mode. And the story mode is the only redeeming factor about this video game. And what did the story mode have that uh, that put it that put it like uh, like a like a four four out of ten instead of like a one? Yeah, yeah, I'd say four out of ten. Yeah, the story mode is actually an original story supervised by Araki himself, and it's kind of like really? uh, yeah, it's like a fan fictiony alternate universe story where uh where Dio actually uh, beats Jotaro in an alternate timeline and completes his plan that was retconned in in part six, where his whole thing is he wanted to ascend right. to heaven. So right. so the thing is, is like, okay, so like taking that retcon in part six, applying it to an alternate end to part three, where Dio kills Jotaro and he ascends to heaven and his and the world evolves into the world over heaven and Dio, mm -hmm. he turns into this like, weird ultimate, ultimate warrior, warrior looking guy <laughs> and um and then so speedwagon from that universe crosses over into the regular universe uh young speedwagon and meets jotaro and joseph and they go on an adventure through all the different eras to help everybody out and stop dio and it's not exactly inspired writing and storytelling but it's neat <laughs> Sure. Yeah, it's neat, and I'm sure it was fun to experience. Yeah, it was just, like, fun to watch it all happen, and, like, it had some good moments. I, I like that they actually tried something different instead of just rehashing the plot of the manga again. So, like... Oh, yeah. I'm always I appreciate that. that. And the whole thing is that different. in between... In between the fights, you would go to these, like, little exploration zones where you could walk around and talk to characters and do little side missions, and that was fun. I like doing that. The standout part of the whole game... The game. What's that? Hmm? But not playing the game was fun. No, not the fights. The fights are bad. <laughs> the standout part of the whole game is there's a part where uh, Darby shows up and steals Jolene's soul, so... Jotaro, oh. Jotaro has to play cards with Darby, and you actually play poker against him. It has a whole poker mini game. Oh, that's cool, man. Yeah, and but the difference is you have to cheat. Like there's cheating mechanics built in to this weird poker mini game, but you have to oh, cheat wow. to beat Darby. And it was really well done, like really good. Damn, that that does sound inspired. It and they yeah, just I was like, oh, this, this is super contrived. Why is Darby here? But then I started playing this minigame. I'm like, nah, I'm glad Darby's here. This is the best part of this whole game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so Eyes of Heaven, not great. Not Yeah, not not it, I would not game. pay more than $15 for it. If you can get it for dumb cheap, I, I would say go for it. But mm -hmm. like... Otherwise, just watch a Let's Play or something and just take a hot pass. Oh, yeah. But, man, if Because some, I, somehow... I have not gone back to play it since I finished the story mode. I never did, like, online fights or anything like oh, that. Oh, I'm, I'm sure it's not great. No, I mean, you get to unlock, like, a, like a, a shitload of alternate costumes and, and different things for the characters, which is really cool. Yeah. But, uh, other than that... Nope. Four out of ten. Eh. And, uh... Would not play. And this is where we are with JoJo games. We've now caught up to the present, and, uh... Excuse me, did you forget about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Stardust Shooters with metal I shooting action? I actually am ignoring it. Because... <laughs> I... I spoofed a Japanese Google Play account to download this and play it. And that... I that, bet you Andrew, did was a series of actions I regretted almost immediately. Because <laughs> then I was playing this metal shooting game. I was like, 
oh, what is, what have I, what have I done in my life that made me end up here? I yeah. The only memory I have of this game is the time that I spoofed a Japanese Google Play account <laughs> to download the uh, the Idol Master Cinderella Girls game, and I was on the Japanese PlayStation, uh, the Japanese Play Store. And I saw it, and I clicked into it, and I looked at the screenshots, and I was just like, nope, and moved on. <laughs> yeah, but that is all of the uh, Joseph's Bizarre Adventure like main games. Like I said before, there's a couple ones with cameos in there, like the Jump Superstars, the Jump Ultimate Stars, which are fantastic DS Oh, yeah. If I was going to actually tell you, play. Jump Ultimate Stars is the best JoJo game. Play Jump Ultimate Stars. That game rules. Oh yeah, you can play as Dio and Jotaro. Wow, cool. Best best JoJo yeah, game and, uh, ever. J Star's Victory Versus is okay. You can be uh Joseph and Jonathan. Yeah, and, like, play, that's I, pretty cool. Yeah, it's it's fine. It's it's not yeah. fine. It's whatever. But uh yeah. but Jump Ultimate <laughs> Stars, what... yeah, if if I told you to buy one game with JoJo things in it, it would be Jump Ultimate Stars. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Great, and all-star battle yeah if you could like combine jump ultimate stars and all-star battle into like one game i think you just have like the best video game <laughs> like yeah there, probably be so much in that uh, oh, oof just thinking about it yeah so in closing jojo has a tumultuous relationship with the video gaming and uh I hope that Bandai Namco pumps out a real, like, a, a real good one one of these days. You and me both, buddy. You and me both. Because, like, if ever there was a series that deserved, like, a good video game, uh, this <laughs> Bizarre Adventure is it. Like, please, please, let let Araki have a good one. He's He's endured so much. So much. <laughs> oh, so, God. anyway... I hope you guys enjoyed our little uh, little rant down video game lane, but uh, we're going to move on because there was a hell of an episode of the anime this week. Oh boy. Was there, was there really? I'm, I'm not quite caught up. I, can, you, can you tell me what happened? What happened? Jack. <laughs> Jack. <sighs> okay, so we finally leave behind uh, July 15th uh thursday part four like not quite oh it's still it's still july 15th but now episode is bites the dust part one and we're here we fucking made it and oh man oh man it was all worth it it was all worth it so at the end of the last episode we ended with uh koichi and rohan at ghost alley with raimi um, looking at the pictures that Rohan had taken at the train station, trying to find Kira, um, trying to find the person he had turned into. And Raimi pointed out that uh, the son of this man, Kazaku Kawajiri, was taking video of his father. And that's a very weird thing to do. And I'm not sure how Rohan needed a ghost to point it out to him. <laughs> like <laughs> He's been sitting on. on these pictures for how long now like weeks weeks he was taking like i think he was taking pictures back in like rps kid maybe yeah yeah oh rohan you're you're a good boy but sometimes not a smart boy and <laughs> we uh we cut we cut to crow man remember remember crow man he, he sees that rohan and crew have almost figured out that kazaku kawajiri is kira and basically like on their way to check out or find out where he lives and he's just rushing to his son to try and warn him and you might remember that kira was in kind of a tight spot last episode um uh, (laughs) i try not to think about it oh man (laughs) Shower with your dad simulated 2016. Oh, shower with a murderer, more like. Um, so Hayato basically had Kira cornered at this point. Like, he had video of Kira killing the couple in the apartment. 
Um, he had video of him doing all the weird stuff, like practicing his name, like messing with his shoes, all that. And he had a camera point on Kira right that second, as right as Kira pulled out Killer Queen and threatened to kill Hayato. Um, and we didn't see we didn't see what happened there. We don't know if uh, Kira killed Hayato at that point. Um, but right now we cut to uh, Shinobu Kawajiri, um, just uh, trying trying to see what's up because she finds uh, Hayato's clothes in the hallway, almost like he was uh, blown out of them, which is actually what she says. And it's like, oh Shinobu, you you poor woman. <laughs> You don't deserve yeah, see, any of this. Hayato was laboring under the, the Hayato was laboring under the delusion that uh, Kira would was like an intellectual and would listen to logic. Or yeah, instead of a monster, and just like an like, absolute rage beast. And see, Kira's pretty damn good about like keeping his composure and keeping shit like real and not doing anything that would sure. get him caught. But this isn't the first time he's fucked up, and uh, boy, oh boy, did he fuck up. <laughs> yeah, his composure cracked. And just as Shinobu is going into the bathroom to investigate, uh, Kira just pops his mug out and is like, oh, don't don't worry about the clothes, I'll, I'll talk to him later. Uh, it's, it's no problem. And she notices that his fingers are bleeding because he's basically been biting the ends off. And she goes to get band-aids and stuff for him. Or, what, oh, wait, what is that? What is that off-brand? Oh, I'm sorry. Boom-Aid. 50-pack. 50 50-pack 50 of Boom-Aid. <laughs> oh, bless, bless you, Japan. <laughs> and right before she can open that closet door, Kira's like, nah, 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 babe. I, I got it. I can, I can put on a Boom-Aid myself. It's no problem. And then the, uh... We don't know why he's doing this, but oh wait, there's Hayato's corpse. <laughs> just yeah, he absolutely murdered Hayato, and oh. like I said, Hayato was just like, "You shouldn't kill me, Mister Murder Man, because if you do, everybody will know you're a killer." And <laughs> Mister Murder and, like, Man, like a smarter like... man would have been like, "You know what? You're right." But Kira lost his fucking marbles and blew up the shit out of him, and. Oh, now Kira he... now realizes that he probably shouldn't have done that. No, because now he's got a kid corpse in a linen closet, and that blood's going to be so hard to clean out. Like, what are you going to oh, do yeah. with a kid corpse? You... Oh, man. Kira did not think this one through. And just like... Oh, man. Not not, not good. Um, we, we got some... Josuke shows up for a little bit. Uh, like first time in a couple episodes just uh talking with koichi and rohan to see like oh all right so maybe there's something up with this like let's go check out uh kazaka kawajiri in the morning see what his deal is and it's just just a teasing of what's to come and back to kira just trying to uh talk his way out of this kid corpse situation and somehow he's <laughs> able to get shinobu to be like Okay, dear, I'll make you some tea. See you downstairs. I hope our child's not dead. See you. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> and we get a nice flashback, because um, we never actually saw what happened to Hayato, but we, we just see his corpse and we just assume. Um, so Hayato is running out of the bathroom just after yelling at Kira, like, I'm going to tell everyone, you better not, you better not kill me. And just Killer Queen pops out, grabs Hayato's head and just blows it up. It's, oh, Kira, you, you did a bad thing and not a very Rest smart in fucking thing. pieces. Yeah. And just in time, Crow Man comes out and starts yelling at his idiot son for killing his idiot not son. Um, and letting Kira know that Rohan and the others are on their way to check out the house tomorrow. And Kira is just like, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Like, I, it's, there's like nothing for him. And we get a super close up of uh, Kira's bleeding finger as he chews the end off of it. And I hate it. Oh, my. I, I don't want to see what that looks like uncensored. Uh, so Do great. not. It's, 
I'm so ready to see all the uh, the uncensored stuff in the Blu-rays, especially the one part in uh, Let's Go Hunting where Jotaro just melts, like <laughs> melting Jotaro is is a box quote or a bullet point. Um, Kira's dad is real sad about his idiot son because um, he just wants to help his monster like just live his quiet life and ki- and suggest to Kira like oh, why don't you just leave <laughs> like it's it's like 1990 who cares no one's got the internet no one's gonna find you like just leave Mariah but for some reason Kira's so against that that like scares his own dad it's just like I- I'll never leave this is this is my town I'm done with living in fear, and I will take care of this the only way I can. I will never leave this town. And just, and, uh, as almost as if it was responding to his will, the arrow pops out of the picture that Kira's dad has been flying around in the past, like, 13 episodes, and schlorps right up his arm, uh, into his neck. And it's gross. <laughs> yeah, it's not good. This didn't get censored. No, oh, well, the the hole did. Like, very tiny. And <laughs> this was such a cool effect of what happens. Because as, as the viewer, like, we don't know what happens when a stand user is hit, like, by the arrow. Like, not again, but, like, if you already have a stand and you get hit by the arrow, what, what happens there? Here's what happens. Uh, we get a we get a nice psychedelic sequence of Kira's body kind of morphing, and we see his eye change to Killer Queen, and then he gets like sucked into a vortex, and then it's the next day. It's July sixteenth. Um, it's a Friday. It's the morning. Oh, Hayato's alive. That's weird. And it's just a normal day. Like Hayato's like, all right, I, I, I scared off, I scared off my murder dad. He's not gonna hurt me. What am, what am I gonna do now? And we see something has happened to Kira. And what you wanna, you wanna, you wanna tell us what that is, Andrew? This is, this is so cool. well. Well, he's he's uh he's feeling real peppy. Oh, he's, that's for sure. He is so confident in himself. His smug shit eating. He's got to do. He, he 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 somehow magically combed his hair down and then it turned white. I and never like, understood this. Like, yeah. Where does, uh, where does his white let's hair? Let's just come say, from? let's just say he put hair dye in the comb and that's just how it works. All right, that let's just say that let. That's how he did it, and now he's got this like horrifying new haircut, and he's got this like shitting grin on his face and it's terrible but uh mm-hmm. so the episode and the chapter in the manga just like basically leads you on to like what's going on here how did this happen hayato is really confused uh he he seems to know he like knows that this day already happened but he's not fully aware with what happened and no, then that's not yeah this is the first time july 16th has happened Oh, this is the first time. Oh, yeah. Right. He knows something's weird. Like, what's going on? But he's not fully on? aware that. No, yeah. no, no, no. All right, I'm a little confused. All right, so this is when he notices that this isn't the time that he notices that the phone was ringing again, and he knew that his mom was gonna trip. No, because this is the first time. This is like right after July fifteenth, like after the confrontation in the bathroom. And he sees Kira, he's like, why is he all happy? He should be really nervous. And is when, like, Hayato tries to, like, leave the house. And it's like, oh, good. He's not here. And then Kira just pops out on the side, plops Hayato's hat on, and they take that nice walk. Oh, right. They take that horrifying walk together. Oh, this is, this is such a cool, like, sequence. Yeah. Oh, man. Because what Kira does is basically lay it all out to Hayato. It's like, hey, Hayato, let's take let's take a nice walk. I'm going to tell you everything. 
because there's nothing you can do about it. And let's like take a second to praise the music during this part of the episode, and also <sighs> to praise uh, Kira's voice actor for being amazing. Oh God, the mu- Whenever Kira's around, the music just gets up a couple notches. Just really. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so good. And Kira's voice actor deserves like a medal or a trophy or whatever they give to voice actors. He just plays the part so well. And the, the talk, like, obviously, you watch it. It's, we're not going to, like, do it verbatim. But here's, here's what happens. Um, Kira's like, you can, you can do whatever you want. I'm unbeatable now. I literally have no weaknesses because I've awakened a new power. So go go about your day, Hayato. Have fun. And Kira takes off, and Rohan's here, looking absolutely fabulous. <laughs> like oh god, holy I, I saw shit. someone point out on Twitter that like this outfit that Rohan Rohan hands on has on is like kind of like a proto part five outfit, like very yeah, similar I to saw that, that fashion tweet. sense. Yeah, cause his like it's like a boot pants onesie um like a a crop top and a cloak with driving gloves <laughs> with driving elbow length gloves and god it's damn so Ro- weird but i love it oh man so rohan sees hayato and pops heaven's door on him to like because he knows he's it's hayato like he says it's hayato recognizing him from the picture and instead of, like, asking him questions like, you know, a normal person would, uh, Rohan just rips open his face like a book and starts to read. And he sees something real weird. It says, you must not read any further, like, on Hayato's Facebook. And, of course, Rohan reads uh, further. And he s- reads a sequence of events that immediately happens. Like, a man sneezes, girls laugh at him, uh, the clock strikes four or something, and it's like, what? what's going on? So, oh yeah, it starts to rain. So Rohan keeps reading and finally sees, my dad isn't my dad, he's a murderer, his name is Kira Yoshikage, and, like, that's it. He Rohan's found it, and he realizes that the man in the photograph like kazaku kawajiri is kira and like he's elated like they did the mystery they unlocked it they 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 found the guy but But not all as well he turns the page and it reads kishibi rohan was also killed by kira and just as he reads that a tiny little killer queen pops out of Hayato's face, uh, goes in to Rohan's eye. Like, Rohan seeing him is, like, Killer Queen is in Rohan now. And Rohan just explodes. Not all at once. Like, bits of him come out. Like, his back starts exploding. And, oh, we, we find out that Kira now has a third ability in Killer Queen called Bites the Dust. And what that means is that he can plant Killer Queen on anyone, Hayato in this situation, and if Hayato tells anyone, writes down anything that points to Kira being, or uh, Kazaku Kawajiri being Kira, uh, Bites the Dust activates and blows up anyone who... uh, Hayato told that's the first effect and ah the sequence of Rohan like crawling trying to get to Jotaro and Koichi like it's so sad it's just like this poor man our boy is is a goner yeah and before he can cry out he just explodes and then time rewinds and it's the morning again of july 16th and we find out that's bites the dust second effect 
whenever it's activated, it rewinds time to the point, uh, like prior, I guess. I'm still not super clear on this. Like, what? Where's the reset point? Like, where it was first. I guess placed? the point is when he activated Bites the Dust. Yeah, like when he first put it on Hayato. Because we learn later that he can activate it and deactivate it. Yeah, he can, like, pop it to another person. But. Yeah, like, Bites the Dust is kind of like Kira's trap card, basically. Oh, God, it's. It's like it was mirror force. It's just like, haha, fuckers. You I, thought you had. I me. just like cannot praise uh Bicedust enough. It's like one of the most brilliant ideas that Araki ever had as a bad guy oh, power yeah. because it really puts the heroes in a in a seemingly unwinnable situation. And so the whole rest of part four is just gonna you're just gonna spend thinking like, how the fuck do they do anything about this? Yeah, what's there to be done? Yeah, because with Dio, it was just like, okay, like, the world is crazy, but they can still overpower him somehow. You know, like... Yeah. But Bice of Dust is just like, shit. Like, the only way they can stop Kira is if they find out who he is, and everybody that finds out who he is dies. And then time rewinds until they're not dead. So it's like nothing happened. Oh, born... The power is born from Kira's, like, intense desire to not be found out. That's, like, how it's explained, and that's why it manifested itself like this. And, like, Kira, like, isn't actively aware that when Bite the Dust is activated. But he knows because, like, Hayato is acting real weird at the dinner table. Like, knows that there's going to be a phone call catches the teapot his mom drops and he's like oh i guess bites the dust activated how many people died i was like oh boy (laughs) oh man so when he first got bites the dust he was able to rewind time an hour um to the point where hayato was not dead and that's how we've arrived at this point right now it's it's a little bit more convoluted in the manga, but they they did a good job of like fleshing it out here to make sure it was real clear. Yeah, they put it in much plainer terms here. The way it's explained in the manga is a very rocky way of explaining it. <laughs> and by that I mean it's just like not really that clear and uses a lot of like a lot of poetic terms to describe it really. Oh yeah. But here it's like pretty clear cut and we end on Kira, Kira just taunting Hayato. Anyone who asks you questions will be killed. No one will find out who I am. And then to be continued. And that's just what like, a cliffhanger, man. So uh, is Rohan alive? Is he still dead? What's Hayato going to do next? What is Josuke going to do? What's Jotaro going to do? <laughs> we'll find out next same time. Same bat on... time, same bat channel, bitches. <laughs> oh gosh what a great episode like we're four yeah away one from of the, the best of now. the whole part so far it's just gonna be a full-on sprint to the finish now i can't wait it's yep we got four episodes right four three episodes four 36 episodes. 37 38 39 yeah four god we're getting there right. is is jojo gonna end like on christmas I think it might. Wow. That would be weird. <laughs> Second <laughs> night. Holy shit. I think it's going to end like the day before Christmas Eve. That's, that's, huh. That's cool. I don't know. I don't know why, but that feels like thematically appropriate. Like, yeah. Ending. Yeah. Well, I hope so. Every- uh, hope everyone enjoyed our uh, little digression before and uh, our customary summary of the episode because next week with with a heavy heart i will be we will be starting to uh re like go through stardust crusaders finally uh, finally like oh, man <laughs> i i'm gonna do have you to not make... like stardust crusaders jack 
Oh, what gave you that idea, Andrew? <laughs> I like it fine as as a thing that exists as the as the one time when I read it when like there were still like those yellow pages with just like uh, Times New Roman to, like slapped on them. That is fine. <sighs> it's it's fine. <laughs> I'm going to have to make a new notes file cuz like the Phantom Blood Battle Tendency Notes file ended up being like 24 pages, and whenever I opened it, it took like 30 seconds to fully load. Jesus. Yeah, it got wacky towards the end. <clears throat> but that's about all we got for this week, unless you have anything else you wanted to talk about, Andrew? No, I think that sums it up. So next week, we start our next big journey. Will it ever end? Uh, we'll find no. out together. So, oh. <laughs> thank you guys so much for watching. Or thank thanks, you guys. For, thank you for listening. <laughs> yeah, thanks for what? Thanks for watching someone else listen to our podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> thanks for thanks for uh, watch listening to us on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, RSS feed. Thanks to everyone who goes to the subreddit. Love posting the the episodes over there. I know it's a no, it's a weekly thing now. Um, it's just, it's just a fun thing to do. Follow us on Twitter. Uh, when the episode airs, I'm going to try to put up all those, uh, weird little sketches so everybody can enjoy them. Um, again, that's at Jojo underscore cast on Twitter. Uh, give us a shout. It's, it's just, it's an empty Twitter over there. My dudes, it's just Andrew doing his best, doing his best. <laughs> that's all I could do. All I could do is my bet. My very, very best. And that's all anyone can ask. So we'll see you guys next week. Thanks again. Later, guys. Thanks. Bye.